For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. This is David Walker, and we're here to talk today real briefly about some of the moves that Terry Fontenot, GM of the Atlanta Falcons, has made uh, in the past day or two to get the Falcons in better cap space ahead of the uh, start of the 2021 league year, which starts at 4 p.m. on Wednesday, March 17th. Uh, obviously, the big news that everyone is talking about with the Falcons is the fact that the team decided to restructure Matt Ryan's contract. Um, there are a lot of people that felt like the team wanted to keep all of their options open where Matt Ryan was concerned. Um, and by restructuring him, uh, this now puts the team in a position where uh, he absolutely is going to be with them in 2021, which I believe was the case beforehand. Uh, you know, this maybe moves the needle just a little bit more towards securing that. Like it was 95% before. It's essentially 100% now that Ryan's going to be on the team in 2021. Um, so it didn't move the needle that much. But really where this has an impact is in 2022 and 2023. The Falcons took advantage of the uh, salary-to-bonus restructure mechanism uh, that's in all major contracts these days in the NFL. Um, And what this allows them to do is take a certain portion of a player's salary and convert it to a bonus. Now, for that player, it has zero impact on the cash that they get this year. So Matt Ryan is going to get the exact same money that he was going to get when that money was allocated as a salary versus a bonus. So to him, it there is effectively no difference at all. Uh, and the same would be true for Matt Ryan's agent. Um, and at this point, this kind of move is basically boilerplate language in NFL contracts uh, for any big contract. Obviously, minimal contracts, you're not worried about trying to convert uh, salaries to bonuses because you're just not going to get much of a savings. Um, but for a big money deal like this, whether it's Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Grady Jarrett, guys who are getting you know big, big uh, ongoing salaries, uh, this is standard. And really, it's just a matter of the GM pulling the trigger on this conversion. They don't necessarily have to sit down with the player to talk about this. It's effectively an accounting move. But here's what it does. With Matt Ryan, they took uh, $21 million of his salary and they converted it to a one-time bonus for 2021. What this allows them to do is previously that $21 million 
would have counted all towards this year's salary cap, uh, which obviously with the, the, the reduced salary cap this year because of uh, COVID and what happened with the league, uh, the Falcons had a lot of room that they had to make up in order to get under the cap for the year. And we'll talk about that in a second. But where Matt Ryan is concerned, that $21 million that was going to count towards the cap this year, now that's converted into a bonus, it can be divided up into equal parts over the remaining length of the contract, including this year. Right now, Ryan's contract goes from 2021 through 2023, which means there's three years. So you take that $21 million and you divide it into three equal parts, which means you're splitting that bonus into a $7 million cap hit for 2021, 2022, and 2023. That's how they were able to save $14 million in this year. So $7 million of that uh, converted bonus has to stay in 2021, but you're going from $21 million down to a $7 million cap hit. Now, however, that $14 million gets pushed into the future, the remaining uh, $14 out of that $21 million that you've converted, which means uh, your cap hit for 2022 goes up by $7 million, your cap hit for 2023 goes up by $7 million. Uh, where it stands right now, obviously, Falcons will not be moving on from Matt Ryan in 2021. Uh, his cap hit will be $26.9 million, uh, and virtually impossible to cut him this year. It, in, in fact, uh, looking at the numbers, they would lose about $38.5 million in cap space if they tried to cut him. So obviously, that is off the table. Now, for 2022... This is where I think some people are getting a little bit hung up. Um, the fact is, Matt Ryan's cap number for 2022 is currently $48.6 million, which is a massive chunk of change. Um, however, if they cut him, he would actually be a net savings of $8 million against the 2022 cap, but he would count $40.5 million in dead money. All dead money means is that is money allocated in your cap space to a player who is no longer on your roster. So $40.5 million is obviously a painful amount of money to have uh, as a part of your salary cap going to a player who is no longer contributing to your roster. This is why many people feel like the Falcons are locked in to Ryan. That said, the June 1st cut mechanism, which allows the team to, again, effectively get rid of a player, but push his dead money and spread it out across two seasons instead of one. So they would be able to have some dead money in 2022 and some dead money in 2023. Now, the disadvantage to this, obviously, is you will have two straight years where you are paying for a player who is not on your roster. So if you use a June 1st cut, it can save you money, a cap space now, um, but next year, you're going to have a dead money hit uh, for that player as well. So in the case of a Matt Ryan, if they decided to move on in 2022, that means uh, if they used the June 1st cut, they would be looking at about $24.9 in dead money. Still a large amount, but compared to what the salary cap is going to be or projected to be in 2022, much, much smaller, clearly, than $40 million. Um, and on top of that, because of the difference from what his cap would have been, uh, minus the dead money, you're saving almost $24 million in cap space. So if you can get rid of him, um, you are uh, likely going to end up with a, you know, a, a good savings in cap space in 2022. However, because you're pushing some of that dead money off into 2023, uh, 
That also means that Matt Ryan is still going to be on the books in 2023, even though he's not on your team anymore. Again, you cut him in 2022, you're a year later, and he's still going to count $15.6 million in dead money in 2023. Um, now, again, if we're right about the projections for the NFL salary cap going up over 2022 and 2023, possibly into the $220 million range, having him on your, um, you know, your salary cap accounting for $15.6 million in 2023 uh, is probably more palatable. And honestly, for 2022, you know, a $25 you know, million dollar, uh, dead money hit is painful. But again, uh, if you've found your next QB, uh, you may find that to be acceptable, especially if you were able to trade Matt Ryan and get some trade compensation for him. Uh, you may find that, okay, a $25 million uh, cap hit um, for having him not on the roster may be worth it if you got a, you know, a first or second round pick for him in, in, as part of trade compensation. So for those who are saying that Matt Ryan's contract restructure has locked them in to uh, sticking with Ryan through his contract, I don't think that's necessarily the case. And I don't think that that necessarily means that he's going to be here in 2022. I think the team could still decide to move on. Uh, however, this obviously does complicate matters just a little bit because you are pushing $14 million down the road compared to if you had kept that on this year's um, salary cap. Now... That said, why did they structure Matt Ryan, restructure him when they had other options available, which we'll talk about in a second? Um, let's be clear about something. The Falcons, uh, in every NFL team, they have no choice but to be in compliance with the NFL salary cap um, by the time the league year starts. The last team that was not under the salary cap, uh, and this happened during a negotiation year between the league and the players, um, but the, the league had advised teams to stay under the salary cap. The last team to go over the salary cap was the Dallas Cowboys, and they were docked a first-round pick for doing so. They lost a first-round pick for simply being over the salary cap. So let's be very clear. The NFL takes the salary cap extremely seriously. They, it's not like Major League Baseball. This is, they hold these teams to the fire when it comes to the salary cap, and you do not want to run the risk of losing a day one, day two draft pick if you are any NFL team. So please keep that in mind. You know, when we're talking about Ryan and, and this contract restructure, I really do think this was the quickest, easiest move for Fontenot to make sure the team was in compliance by March 17th at 4 p.m. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical which they are now. Um, let's talk about a few of the other guys uh, and what's happened here. But first, we're going to start with the news on Dante Fowler. We don't have numbers yet, but uh, Jeff Schultz at The Athletic has reported that uh, Dante Fowler has agreed to take a pay cut for 2021. Uh, we don't know how big of a pay cut. Right now, he is set to make a base salary of $13 million. Now, his cap hit 
uh, as a consequence of his prorated bonus, his roster bonus, is set to be $18.5 million. Uh, so he is one of the biggest cap hits for 2021. Uh, depending on how much of a salary cut he is taking, the Falcons will gain additional cap space. This seems to indicate that they do plan on keeping Dante Fowler around, at least for 2021. So kudos to uh, GM Terry Fontenot for working this out with Fowler. Uh, obviously, he probably let him know that if he didn't take the pay cut, they were going to look at uh, cutting him or doing a June 1st cut with him. Uh, which would have saved the team a good bit of money. So it'll be interesting to see how much of a cut we're looking at here. But all indications are that the Falcons are going to save a little bit more cap space uh, through Dante Fowler agreeing to this uh, pay cut. So good news on that front. Obviously, pay attention to thefalcoholic.com for more details as we get them. Now, the last two players I want to talk about, because this is where I think the Matt Ryan restructure makes the most sense, is Grady Jarrett and Deion Jones. What does Matt Ryan have to do with those guys? Well, by restructuring just one contract to get under the cap. Again, understanding that getting under the cap is critical. Cannot be over the cap come the league year. Let's let's all agree to that. Um, this now gives Fontenot time to work with Grady Jarrett and Deion Jones on their contracts. He could uh, simply restructure uh, their salaries into bonuses as well. But again, remember, when you do that, you are pushing the cap hit down the road, which also means um, by doing that, you're making it harder uh, to let go of that player in the future. You're making it harder to trade that player in the future. And you're making it a little bit harder to negotiate an extension with that player in the future. And I think with Grady Jarrett in particular, and maybe Deion Jones to a lesser extent, if the Falcons see these guys as cornerstones of the defense going forward, it may make more sense to start thinking about trying to get them signed to extensions rather than simply converting their salaries to bonuses this year. By getting a guy like Grady Jarrett signed to a two or three year extension, you can get him now until he's into his early 30s. Um, and you can also reduce his cap hit in 2021 and potentially 2022 and push off his bigger cap hits again until 2023 when you're able to spread bonuses out across a three or four or five year time frame as opposed to the three years that you would have right now as an option. The same could be said for Deion Jones. They could do a salary restructure right now uh, with both of these guys and save uh, roughly between the two of them uh, about 13 to 14 million in cap space for 2021. But again, that, that will limit your options of what you can do with them in 2022 and beyond. If you believe that Deion Jones is not the future linebacker for the Falcons, converting his salary to a bonus right now locks you in. And if you're looking at him as potential trade bait with another team, um, it's going to reduce your options. Um, and simply having options now that Fontenot can explore with both players, whether it's extensions or trying to uh, reduce their salaries or trying to get them signed to long-term uh, long-term deals or you know, looking to trade them. All of these options remain on the table because of the fact that they were able to touch just one contract, Matt Ryan's, and now uh, Fontenot has time in the league year to sit down at the table with Jarrett's agent, with Deion Jones' agent, and figure out what they can do to free up cap space this year without necessarily sacrificing the future. Um, and in particular with Jarrett, who is arguably one of the best defensive tackles in this league, 
Uh, I think getting him signed to an extension makes a ton of sense. Um, you may want to add two or three years onto his to his existing contract, and also add you know uh, more cap space for the next two seasons. Um, and come twenty twenty three, you could probably absorb a bigger cap hit for Jarrett because presumably. Uh, if you draft a quarterback, you're moving on from Matt Ryan, or you're signing Ryan to an extension if you decide to stick with him into his you know early 40s. So this gives Fontenot a ton more options than what he would have had otherwise. Uh, so, so far, honestly, I know a lot of people are sort of panicking over this Matt Ryan move. I think all options are still on the table where his contract is concerned. He will be here in 2021, but I do not think it's a given that he's going to be here in 2022 and beyond. I think people are reading too much into that. Uh, likewise, what this has done, however, is opened up uh, a bunch of options for Terry Fontenot with other guys on the roster. It looks like he's already taking advantage of that somewhat uh, with getting Dante Fowler to agree to, agree to a pay cut. So if you guys have questions, obviously, uh, feel free to message me on Twitter. You can find me at FalcoholicDW. Or for updates on this podcast, you can follow us at FalcoholicPod. And of course, you can read our articles daily at TheFalcoholic.com. So this is Dave Walker. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk with you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.